Hello, everyone. We're back. Hopefully there's everyone still there. It's been a hot minute. You sound so rehearsed. I'm We're a, back. I'm a very scheduled person. Oh, my God. I got my canned responses ready to go. I'm not good at this oh intro, outro God. thing. Yeah, you're not. It's always so awkward when we're recording the beginning and the ending of this podcast. Like, have a great day. I mean, evening. I mean. Thank you for listening. Yeah. That's that was Mac- a good one. We should save that that's- and put it at the end so we don't have to spend five minutes at the end of this trying to close it out. That's too much editing. Yeah, I know. Because we've got a long loaded podcast. We have for all a of lot you. to talk about. There's a lot. I don't even know if any of you fucking care this much, but we're just going to share it and hopefully you listen. But, um. I have to tell you one thing that I'm a little bit irritated with tonight is I'm kind of getting fucking sick of doing keto. <laughs> I'm, I must say, I am very proud of you, though. Oh, whoa. You whoa, started this when, like whoa. the end of April? Yeah. We're now coming into mid-July, and you, yeah. you've had like seven carbs. I have <laughs> been wanting noodles and fucking... A donut, and I've been wanting... Noodles are overrated. No, Mackin. You know what's fucking overrated? Being fucking skinny. I can understand a donut. Yeah. No. (laughs) Being fucking skinny. Being skinny is overrated. And I'm not doing this to be skinny, but I am. I'm just doing it to feel better. I all, we all, I fucking know. I follow all the blogs, the mom podcasts, all that, not podcasts. What am I saying? Instagram accounts are like, love your body. You're a warrior. All the body positivity stuff. Look at your body. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Well, not always. Okay. (laughs) Not, not, not really. And speak in, in not yours. Just, you can say that for yourself. Some people. Yeah. If you like what you look like, that's fine. I just don't like. You know, I understand too. I always get messages from the people who listen or like, stop putting yourself down. I was like, listen. Everybody says stop putting yourself down. I can't help it though. It's just like. No one has said to you, be like, you should talk shit about yourself more. No. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, it, it, it's just, it's like, I don't know. Although the, the, then if I get skinny. That's the two criticisms is, Danielle, you need to stop saying fuck so much and stop putting yourself down. Well, I'm not going to stop saying fuck. We know that. I need to work on that, though. But I just, I love, I am I enjoy keto, guys. I'm not putting it down, like, totally. I'm not hungry. Like, I'm I'm satisfied. I'm not, like, scavenging the house right. for, for, like. Looking for, for beef jerky. <laughs> yeah, or I'm not, like, like, when the boys would eat, like, mac and cheese, I'd, like, eat their last few bites. And I just don't have the desire to do that anymore. Right. But I, I just want to fucking. Capriati sandwich. I want to devour it. Ooh. I want to eat it like no one. Cheesesteak or Bobby? Is watching both. Fuck, fucking both. <laughs> Get one of each and go have Yeah, these. just fucking a buffet of the You're pastrami. Right. The Let's go. fucking that it, go. That is what our, what our our old go-to is get one of each and go have these. And share. Yeah. It was the best. And, I'm, and, and like, I know that you shouldn't like deprive yourself of shit, but like. You have though. You haven't had shit. Buddy, I know. I'm well, I kind of, I didn't tell you. Cheated probably to a fault. I had a donut in Buffalo. <laughs> One donut. Who cares? One donut. And I called you in like immediately. I was like, I have to have a donut. And it was like on the way to the hospital to see Maria. And I was like, it was like, I don't even know if it was early in the morning or not. But I ate the shit out of that one donut. I totally kicked myself out of ketosis, but I don't give a fuck. I don't think it really works like that, but. 
No, it probably does. I don't know. I have to piss on a stick and I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> because but you, had a, you had a donut a week ago, so you're not going to be in keto anymore? Probably. But think. it was the most delicious donut from Tim, Tim Hortons. And not Dominic's. as good as donuts as the original donut bar. No. My men's basketball league team. So I mean, I if we're on the East Coast, I mean, Tim Hortons is great, but like your boy. Mm-hmm. Your boy at the donut bar. Shout out to Mike at the original donut bar. Oh, somehow Mac in. <laughs> somehow Mac in. He's such a dick. How He's am I a dick? You're not a dick. You're just very resourceful. Oh, I am resourceful. Is that the right word? Did I say that correctly? You said it with a Z. There's an S. Fuck. I have a thrusting <laughs> tongue, so certain things sound that way. It's not resourceful. But please share with our, our audience what you did. So I, I, we, my, me and a bunch of my guys, we used to play in a bas- men's basketball league a couple of years ago before COVID. And we've been playing recently, and I found us a league to play in. And I got my buddy Mike, who plays on the team also, who owns the original Donut Bar, to sponsor our team. So to be aligned with the brand, we got pink and light blue uniforms. But yeah. I'm pissed off because they're late, and they were supposed to be here by yesterday. Well, that's okay. Yeah. They'll be here next. But when they come in, they'll be fire. We'll take a picture of you. Yes. Put it on the wall. Maybe he'll even put it in his shop. My shop? His shop, his donut shop. Oh, he should. ODB You're welcome. Merch. I'm yeah. really good at giving photo frames. <laughs> yes. Those are your go-to gifts. I'm sorry. The uh, Becca Vogel, mm-hmm. she is my go-to girl for gifts. Anything framed and wooden. She's amazing. She mm-hmm. does sayings. She does photos. All the cute stuff. She's amazing. If you guys need any gift ideas for like anyone, go to Instagram and type in BB Signs. She is your girl. She always gets you hooked up and you, you'll text her and be like, hey, I know Christmas is in two days, but can you make me 30 signs for my whole family? Okay, but she doesn't <laughs> do that all the time. No, not. I'm not saying you should expect that. Oh my God, that. don't even put that out there. No, She's I'm, just, I'm saying it as a joke to you. Like, I didn't realize Christmas was coming and I need to get my whole family gifts. Well, it's she's amazing because one of my favorite gifts to give as a wedding gift is the bride and groom's wedding song. Mm-hmm. Uh, in one, and it's, it's in, it's pretty to have in your house. Like Dominique, my sister-in-law gave us our wedding lyrics, handwritten in a frame. It's so cute. It's still in our bedroom, but I just love that. It was so thoughtful because, you know, you spend a lot of time picking your wedding song or like my sister, you spend like, they just like made up a song that was their song. What was their song? I think it was a Backstreet Boys. Juvenile, song. back that ass up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that that one? That one or the Ludacris song? The sauna, jacuzzi, in the back row at the movies. That's Maria's favorite song. Of and course when, it is. It, what is that song called? Um, fuck you, Mac. And you on, don't know. I, think I didn't mean now. to say fuck you. That was rude. Come on. Uh, I can. I can't I mean, think of the actual you, title. What are you? Fuck, I got to look it up now. It's bugging me. Literally, when that song would come on, Maria would be like, hold on, hold on, this is my part. And she'd like stand up and fucking and sing that entire part. And the song... Uh, What's your fantasy? Oh, yeah. What's your fantasy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, my sister. I could see Maria at the roller rink right now. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Popping out of someone's sunroof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just see Maria. Okay, so anyway, speaking of Maria, you guys, this trip to Buffalo, first of all, I love going back home. Even though we always go at the hottest time of the year, yeah. it is, I love being home in Buffalo because right. the smells, 
my kids, seriously, our kids, we gave them the option like jokingly. We were like, do you guys want to go to Disneyland or do you want to go to Buffalo? And they're like, Buffalo. Hands down. They love it there. No I mean, question. It's probably because like all the rules go out the door. They yeah. stay up late or they think they're staying up late right. because it's. Which Disneyland is overrated too, but well, that's a story for them. Shut moment. up right now. Yeah, fuck Disneyland. No. Mackin, no. <laughs> Stop it right now. It's slightly overrated. Mackin, do not just because you I don't want to piss too many people off here, but let's keep going with Maria. Okay. I am sorry that your first time experience with Disneyland was when you were thirty one <laughs> years old. You have no idea. That's probably why, because I don't appreciate Disney the way most people do. I get it. Exactly. Now fucking apologize. Apologize to all you Disney fanatics. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Mackin. It's okay. Relax. Keep Buddy, going. It's a joke. Disneyland is the most magical place on earth. Number one. Number two. Take your kids. It's great. Watching Disneyland through your children's eyes is the most emotional thing <laughs> I've ever experienced in my life. Or if you're watching the guy in front of you like me, because I'm the guy that goes and just waits in line, waits in line at the next <laughs> ride because I could give a shit. <laughs> because you're like, okay, come on in, guys. What do you guys need? I'll watch your stroller. Yeah, that's exactly what he does. <laughs> I'll go grab a beer and take, <laughs> go get in line at the whatever the fuck. Whoever's napping yeah. in the stroller, I'll walk them around. Happy to. Oh my God, it's so sad and so rude. But it's just because the first time you were yeah, ever. Yeah, I know that I'm the asshole here. I'm the, I just don't have an appreciation for that stuff. Wow, you just are going to, you're going to get shit on just whatever. so you know. There's going to be a lot of shit dumping on you after that comment. <laughs> Don't go after Disney World. The last thing. I hope. I no. Disney World is a whole other entity, aside from Disneyland. Yeah. Whatever. Disney World is where it's at. You've never even seen that. That's I've been to Disney World. I went to Disney World when I was five or six. You said your first experience with Disney to Disneyland. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Okay. So. <laughs> totally ridiculous. Back to Maria. Back to Maria. So, this whole trip was planned because. Okay. We didn't even book the tickets until like two weeks before. It was like a God thing. God was like, here, go. And because all the tickets to Buffalo were like $700. Well, there's so many factors that we can even talk about. Okay. So like we were deciding, should we all go? Should we half of us go? Should just you go for a few days and mm -hmm. me hold the fort down? Like what, it, if we all go, where do we stay? Do we rent cars? Seriously. Because there are so many logistics involved with the boys and the big kids. Well, well, not traveling. so much the big kids. but Just, just traveling. Like, yeah. If we go, do we buy six fucking seats? Do we buy four seats? Do we buy five seats? Like, how do we? There's so many things. And is to it worth? Is it worth like five? Like, it would have cost us at like least five grand. Five grand just to have a place to just to have a, a vehicle to drive in. Yeah, and six plane tickets. And six plane tickets, and it was like for us to stay in your grandma's attic with the boys in a closet. Oh, stop it! But that's, I'm saying like that's just the travel. Yes, it's not. That's it's not, not like including we're going, a, a second like going to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> Could drop five grand at Disneyland tomorrow. Exactly. So this whole trip was just anxiety. I I I kind of just then there like was, let hold go. on. And then there was the oh. dates. Like when do we go? Oh yeah, because Mar Maria, yeah, as you ahead. all well know, she knew when she was going to have a baby. <laughs> she didn't have the baby when she thought she had the baby. Mm -hmm. Was going to have the baby. So she wanted me there. In the delivery room. I don't want you before. I don't want you after. I want you in the delivery room to deliver my baby. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I want that too. But do you, you have no idea how unpredictable that yeah. is. It's so unpredictable, as we're going to all find out. So 
We booked the flights. As you guys know, last episode, we booked the flights. We talked about it, didn't we? Yeah, we decided that you and the big kids would go to Buffalo. Yeah. And you would stay home with the babies, yep. which was... I was very upset about it, but I'm very happy. Oh, yeah, we had a you. huge fight about it two days before yeah. you left. Yeah, because I hated the fact that we were separating. Yeah. I, I thought we should all be together. Like, And we had all these like factors in line. Like, My aunt was like, you can have my apartment for the week that you're here. It, so you don't have to like. But what share it really space. came down to was is I didn't want to be alone with the boys in Aunt Ninny's apartment. Yeah. I'd want to be I'd rather be at home with the boys at home which cuz I, I can make I can do a lot more like yeah. I can survive better. Hindsight and what it boiled down to was like we we you wanted you'd rather be together and miserable yes. and I'd rather be separated and happy which is yeah. probably a bad thing to say. So fucking selfish. Yeah. So we no you're not. You're not selfish. But we it was a great decision. So that's Told just so. like I won. Everyone was against me on Mackin? this. Mackin? Everyone fought you me You really on had to say that just now? I'm just tell you know what? You this so. also brings me back to what you said to me this afternoon. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was really fucking rude. What did I say this afternoon? About how I don't pick up after myself? You don't. Fuck off. <laughs> I tried. I've cleaned more in the last three days since you've been home than I did the whole week. Okay, first gone. of all, there's also th- three other people in this house. Number one. Number two. Mm-hmm. I make a conscious effort to try and pick up oh, after myself. A conscious myself. effort or a con- okay, whatever. whatever. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean. And then you make you like sucker punch me in the dick with, with, oh, what did you say? I go, my dad, and my dad came over and he left something on the counter. I'm like, he doesn't even realize. Yeah, because you're doesn't. like, he's no helper or something like that. Like, no. No, no, it wasn't like that, but like you were like, I have to pick up after him too or something. Like he yeah. left his coffee mug And you're out. like, oh, I wonder what that's like. Yeah, I, I wonder like, what that's like to have to pick up after another adult. <laughs> yeah. But like you don't understand that. I, first of all, I cannot. Po- I can't even set the table all in one time. <laughs> right. All in. If I start setting the table, I'll put the plates down and then I'll walk away and like make a drink or make a drink for the boys and mm-hmm. then go. Oh, okay. What did I have to do? <laughs> then I'll do the napkins and then I'll walk away and do something else and then I'll come back. Same thing with when I get ready. Sometimes I start with my hair. Sometimes I start with my makeup. Sometimes I get dressed. Sometimes I don't. I'm very spontaneous spontaneous i like Mm -hmm. to live i live in the moment so because i'm so distracted i don't intentionally leave shit on the counter for you to clean up yes it's wonderful that you do that but i don't think like you okay i get it i just want just like this conversation i just want to make what (laughs) this this conversation has been quite spontaneous yeah trying to get to maria yeah because i didn't have a chance to ask you about that how because i pissed you off apparently it was so rude it was such a (laughs) it's such a nasty unnecessary dig Sorry. I try because I know how much it fucking bothers you. I love you way more than Disney World. Thank you. That's or not saying. That's I've been not to both. That's not saying very no, much. No, it's not. Thank you. Okay. Well, anyways, we. So we we go through all this trouble. We get in fights. We get on the we get the we settle on the flight. It's the next day, right? We wake up in the morning. We're oh. getting ready to go to the fucking airport. Our flights are canceled. At six in the morning. At six in the fucking morning we are our flights at what eight o'clock the flight was a 6 20 flight no 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 oh, no, no, no that's no. right the first flight was an eight o'clock flight the first flight was an eight o'clock yeah, flight yeah, but yeah. we were all ready to go ready to get in the car bags packed all prepared the boys with a surprise on the table so that they didn't wake up and wonder where we were i just kind of like it was all ready to go and then our flight was canceled and then i'm just gonna try and make this as quickly as as I can. Yeah. Because it was such a clusterfuck. So much happened that day. 
Oh my God. So my sister starts losing her mind because she thinks she's having this baby Monday and this is Saturday. And she's like, and the next flight out wasn't until Tuesday. Wasn't Wednesday. until Tuesday. And she was like, we can, uh, no, I can't do that. So she books me a flight on Delta, just me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're going to fly, fly out on a red eye. And the kids are going to come with dad on Tuesday. And I'm like, first of all, I have anxiety. My father's amazing, but he has not been alone with Dominic and Vivian for more than a couple hours. Yeah. Let alone on a flight, a long oh layover. God. He's like, I'm your father. I've done the You, you act like I haven't raised three kids. I'm like, dad, that's fine. But like, you have no idea what they're like right now. Like yeah. they're fighting. It's aggravating. It's just a lot of emotions that he doesn't yep. know, even know how to deal Typical with. Typical big brother, little sister, annoying. Bullshit. All, the fucking time. all day long. The fighting. The fighting. The fighting. That's all they do is bicker <laughs> and argue and pick and do unnecessary. And he's bugging and she's aggravating me. Oh, he's he putting his me. feet on me. It's it's seriously textbook shit. Stereotypical yeah. shit that yeah. I don't care who you are. It happens. It's so annoying. So... We settle on that, and then all of a sudden, my dad's relentless, so he keeps calling Southwest, and they get him on a flight the next day, mm-hmm. Sunday, to go to Buffalo. All four of us, they have room for. Now, they've already refunded my ticket because he talks his way through anything, mm-hmm. and they've given me my money back. And so I'm like, okay, we need to call Delta and now cancel. you need to cancel your red-eye flight. Now I got to cancel my red-eye flight. Now I'm panicky because I'm like, they're not going to refund. I've heard horror stories about Delta, that they're jerks, whatever. Turns out it's like a 24 hour, it, but it's, it's for every airline, 24 hours, oh, okay. they'll f- fully refund you. And I'm guys, I'm really giving you the quick version of this. Yeah. So we call Delta and there's a seven hour wait time. I'm, I'm not even fucking around seven hours to get a hold of somebody. I even found somebody with, um, they were like a Delta Sky Miles member. I used their number. Even then it was seven hours wait. And I'm like, I'm in, and my dad's on the phone with Southwest going, okay, they have these four seats for us. Let's go. And I'm like, dad, I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to pay double the price. Right. To, to have, fly out 12 hours before you. Exactly. Well, no. Just, and, and have a second tip flight that I don't even use. Exactly. Yeah. So... We end up driving back down to the airport, go to the Delta counter, and they were very nice. They The guy got on the phone and uh, was like, yes, this is just a, a policy with airlines. Within 24 hours, you can get a full refund. So they did that. I still haven't seen the refund, but I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> Maria, actually. Walk over to Southwest, and I ended up having, like, miles or points, and they gave us the flight Yep. for free. Not for free, but I had points. Yeah, so they used those. Yeah, broke even and everything yeah, worked out. I never had. They still, they refunded the money. Anyways, so we all get up the next morning. We get on the flight. And of course, I know this is going to be very difficult for Vivian because Vivian Because we got to wake up at like 4 a.m. Waking up early is not, it doesn't sit well. Mm-hmm. Not for me, not for her. She, immediately when she woke up, she's like, I have a tummy ache. I'm like, I know. I get nauseated when I get up early. This too. is going to be a long episode, guys. Yeah. That's okay. Buckle up. They're here for it. Because Vivian on the plane. Go grab a drink. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you a second to go find your drink. Vivian on the plane was. Oh, my God. So she gets on the plane literally 10 minutes within takeoff uh, in, in on the plane. She's like, I feel sick. 
I feel like I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, oh my God, no, please. I can't do this. Seven it's too early. It's six in the morning and yeah. I'm fucking barely hanging on You didn't myself. have a coffee. I didn't. We got to the airport so late that we're running to the gate. I don't know what we were doing. I don't. It was just too early for everybody. Yeah. So we get on the plane and she's nauseated. Turns out she just needed to eat. Yeah. Something. We fed her and she was fine. And we had a layover in Baltimore, which is a four hour flight. So that's a very long time for me not to have coffee. Yeah. And her and I drank the shit coffee that they serve that I actually convinced myself was good. (laughs) But we get off. We get back on the plane in Baltimore and Vivian is needs water. Now, we didn't just have a five hour layover. Right. That she could have gotten a water. She gets on the plane and she's like, I need mommy. I am so she's crying. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Vivian, we just sat in the fucking airport for four hours, five hours. How can you not? Yeah. How, how, how are you needing a water? I'm like, we'll just get it when we get on the plane. Right. So as soon as we walk on, I look at the flight attendant. And I said, listen, she just needs some water. Can you please bring her some water over? We'll never hear the fucking end of it if she doesn't get water. <laughs> So she comes over with water in one of those little plastic cups, yeah. right? She gives it to Vivian. Vivian holds it, looks at it, smells it. <laughs> of course she did. She smells it. And she takes a sip and she goes, this is, this is disgusting. It's warm. <laughs> it's warm water. It's disgusting. I'm like, first of all, it's not warm. It's like room temperature. And she's like, I, I can't drink it. It's making, <clears throat> it's making me sick. It's making me sick. So now people are being loaded onto the plane. And my dad's trying to finagle his way up to the front to get ice water yeah. for Vivian. So she finally gets her ice water. She takes fucking did. two sips of Evian. it. Two sips, Mackin. Two. And then she was like, fine. And then we're, and obviously you saw during the layover, layover she's doing like back bends in the seats. <laughs> she was just one in a million. She is one in a million. On those trips. And then we're flying over Buffalo because you know how it like, you know, the, the, what you're looking at out the window. What is that called? <laughs> The land, the earth, the earth earth changes as you're flying. Wait, are you one of those people that looks down and sees like squares and rectangles and thinks that each square and rectangle is a state? I told you this. You're serious. I wait. This is a thing. (laughs) Cause I, I used, no, no. When I was in school, like high school, I was like, oh my God, I totally saw the state lines. (laughs) Are you serious? Are you joking? Danielle, you think that that's how it is? You no, think Nevada buddy, has like a buddy, a clear buddy, line drawn? Mackin, when I was a freshman in high school, <laughs> I did think that that was a thing. But N- now but no I know. No longer you know. Okay, good. No, buddy. Just making sure. Oh, God. A lot just of little saying. states that when we're flying over. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's Baltimore. <laughs> Maryland. The state of, what, yeah, I was going to say, what, Bal- what state is Baltimore in? I thought Baltimore and Maryland were separate, but we're together. <laughs> so, um, so she looks out the window and she goes, Mommy, Mommy. And I'm like, what? She goes, look, those houses are on grass. I go, yes, because she couldn't believe that the houses were, were sitting, sitting on, top grass. on top of grass. Because everything here is yeah. house, grass in front, a little bit of grass in back. Or just houses on top of houses. She was probably seeing houses like spread out. Yeah, those houses are on top of grass. I was like, oh my God. That's so cute because she's so right. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we get there and oh my God. We, we, Maria, first of all, my poor sister, her swelling was so bad with this pregnancy. Her legs, her feet, 
I just felt so, it just brought back PTSD from the twins. Like yeah. how in every pregnancy at the end, when you're just like hanging on and you, all it. you do is complain. Yeah. Not everybody, but I did, and she sure she she, well, she sure did. wasn't just miserable. She actually had like medical things to make sure she was like being cognizant of. Yes, but my grandma, D, my grandma, my mom's mom was like, "Don't call Maria. She does fucking complain now." Because <laughs> she because when you're at the end, it's like you're so helpless, and you can't like you can't like take this baby out. It's not ready to come out, so you're like miserable and hot and uncomfortable, and you're not sleeping and. Everything is like, you know, just like laboring. And um, she was supposed to be induced on Monday, but that was another misinformation for Maria. So she ended up not getting... More fake news for Maria. (laughs) One thing she told us, I had to call her before we left. I'm like, Maria, I need to know when like you're being induced because that's what we're trying to book this around Mm -hmm. because of her demands. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, the last day that it could possibly happen... The very dead last day was the 27th. Which like, was what? That Monday. That Monday, yeah. Or it was, no, Sunday, sorry. The baby was born on Wednesday the 30th? Yeah. Yeah, so. Well, because she didn't get induced until Tuesday, and then right. she labored for 24 hours. B- right, but you the, guys, the point is that Maria thought she controlled the world, and the baby was born three days later wait. after her last drop dead like deadline. But the best part about yeah. all of it is that she had all this equipment that she wanted set it up set up when we got there, right? So wait, first of all, we walk in and I'm like, Marie, you can't if you're being induced and like you can't just walk in like She didn't just have like a hospital bag. She had like a technical production had, crew behind her. She had her. fucking two things of luggage. She, I was I was proud of her though. Lighting she didn't kits. do her makeup. She just did her hair and I was like I was waiting for the production value of of all this. But wait, we get there and I'm like, "Maria, we're not going to come in with all your luggage because we don't want to be like pretentious like, "Oh, you're delivering my kid." It's right. like, "Let's see what they say. Let's see if we're staying. Let's see how dilated you are and then if they say, "Okay, you're good to go. We'll get your shit." Right. So when they got there, she had to get undressed and put their she, the the nurse handed her a gown. Yes. One of their gown. Now, this is a blue Diamond standard hospital gown, but it was like ripped and shredded in the back. And mm-hmm. she looks at me, tears welled up in her eyes. She's like, I cannot wear this, I cannot wear this. And I'm like, Maria, it's literally for like 10 minutes, yeah, until we go down and get your luggage. She's like, Danielle, and you could just see the anxiety come over her body because she wasn't wearing her black right. robe that yeah. she brought. She's so specific, so specific, to you guys, p- you guys, so specific. Wait, wait. When she, just before she went in, she needed to make sure that every fucking crevice of her body was shaved. Like every labia, lip, inside, every like fucking clitoris No fan of the opera there. Needed to be shaved. So I'm in the bathroom like helping, like looking and like, yeah, okay. Later on the bed, shaved her where she missed a one spot. And then, um, you know, I just helped her a lot in the bathroom and she was sitting down going pee and I'm watching her. And you guys, I kid you not, my sister. (laughs) Now, this is before she was in the hospital. Okay. She would pull out. (laughs) You guys, I'm not making this up. This is the God's honest truth. She would pull out three to four squares of toilet paper. She would kiss them corner to corner once, twice, and then fold long way. So it was perfectly, perfectly. (laughs) A three ply rectangle rectangle and then she'd lay it on her palm 
and like pat wipe her vagina and then put it in the toilet. Now, if she pulled out a, 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 a toilet paper and the end was torn and it wasn't even, she would rip that off, put it on the counter <laughs> and then continue folding and maybe use that for like, I don't know. One of her boogers or something. Yeah, something. <laughs> exactly. Save it for another time. Or she'd fold it in so that it lined up straight. Right. Then she would wipe. Okay, wait. And then she'd finish wiping. I'm like, okay, I'd help her up because she was, she was, yeah. it was hard for her to get up. I'd help her up and she'd like be, oh, oh, wait, I missed a spot. So she, you start all over again. Sit back down. No, no. Yeah, no, standing because if it dripped, she pulled out the th- four plies kiss to kiss corner to corner every time fold like fucking Marie Kondo'd her toilet paper before she wiped and now I'm like okay maybe this is just like it probably brings her joy maybe it does that's the Marie Kondo thing you missed that that yeah oh yeah I get that thank you thank you for wiping my vagina and throw it away yes but Maria she kept doing this over and over again I'm like okay maybe it's just like a a pregnancy thing so when I brought it to her attention (laughs) she started laughing so hard she's like what She's like, I know, I'm just so specific. I have to fold it that way because I guess, oh my gosh, guys, this is kind of a long, (laughs) drawn-out episode. When she was trying to get pregnant, she had to check when she was ovulating, so she had to have the toilet paper on a flat, like it had to be flat. But I'm like, okay, so maybe she she's just habit. maybe she's just crazy. But it it became a habit, and now every time she goes to the bathroom, I sent her. There's this whole toilet paper origami site. <laughs> she could start doing shit is. like that, like make a flower for her flower. Yeah. So, anyways, m- needless to say, she is very specific. Which some of you are sitting there right now, going, "Oh my god, that was like." She should be tested for some. Like, she's just too specific. I think you called her a psychopath. She one hundred percent is a psychopath. <laughs> when you said that, and I say I'm that not. in the the most affectionate way. Oh my! Well, I mean, and then the rope <laughs> we put we. we Fast forward to her being in the room. We get her her robe. She gets it on. Now we're going to set up everything. And now she is very specific to the fact where she's like, okay, I need you to get, make sure, <laughs> make sure we're setting up the shots. She's like, make sure that you, you get a lot of, a lot of B roll of Joey. Right? She's using terms that we use in broadcast journalism. Make sure you get the clock. And so every time she'd come in, the nurses would come in to check her, which if you don't know what that is, they basically, like she's filming a documentary, yeah. not not just getting some good pictures and no. some funny videos. She's like, make sure you get good B roll of the uh, like, and so the nurse would come in to check her, which which basically means for those of you who haven't been pregnant, they basically finger you knuckle deep, and then <laughs> and then they just see how wide your cervix is, like with scissor fingers, to see if if the baby's if the baby's ready to come out or how far along you are. And every time, first of all, every time they would check her, she would laugh. <laughs> like uncontrollably oh, one time an intern Maria. came in to check her she was a brand new god bless this girl she looked like that girl on tiktok that's um and is it, what's her name she's always like the funny um oh the funny asian girl asian girl oh, what's her I name i can't think of hold on she's hilarious oh my gosh i love her I i'm not gonna be able to find her anyway name. she's she looked like her this yeah. tiny little beautiful girl she had like porcelain skin she wore these round glasses so this girl is literally fist deep inside of maria trying to see how dilated maria is laughing it's funny that she could be fist deep and not dilated (laughs) (laughs) that's what i thought i know i was like why is this why is this taking so long do you know how many do you know how wide like come on here maria's an expert she was warming up with a nine inch dildo (laughs) 
She's like, <laughs> or a nine much. centimeter. She was like, Taylor, that was yours. She had, Taylor's like, Taylor texts Maria and was like, she's like, come here, give me that, give me that nine centimeter dildo. I'm just warming up. <laughs> it's basically Maria. So, so she's checking her and Maria looks at her. She goes, as she's knuckle deep in Maria, she goes, Danielle, doesn't she look like Grandma D's neighbor, Kristen? <laughs> I'm like, Maria. And so, not focusing, not, so, you know, no. Oh. And she's laughing and the poor girl is scared shitless. Yeah. And the, the physician. Because she's a fucking psychopath. Yes. The physician. <laughs> yes. The physician that's in the room is like, okay, maybe I should check this out. She's like, I'm going to need you to stop laughing. And Maria will not stop laughing. Yeah. Every don't tell time, Maria to stop laughing. Oh my God. It was so funny. But I realize it's probably a nervous habit now. So long story, long story short, we're 30 minutes in. What happened was is Maria's. Every time the baby would try to come out, I'm trying to say this for people who haven't had kids, every time she would dilate to have the baby come down, the baby's heart rate would plummet. It would go from like 135, 155 to like the 40s and the 30s. And it was just getting, and her doctor doesn't believe in C-sections, so he was doing everything he could to make sure she had this baby naturally for 24 fucking hours. We did this. It was literally 20. Right. I went I went to her house and slept for four hours and came back. And she was still five centimeters dilated. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. But it's because she, every time they'd give her the medicine to dilate her, she would, the baby would get. Yeah. His heart rate would drop. Yeah. His heart rate would drop. So she ended up having an emergency C-section. Not emergency, but it was critical that she had it done. And then she had this horrible experience in the OR, which I'm not going to share it because because I feel like Maria needs to do something about it for women that come after her. Yeah. It was just very traumatic for my sister. The gist of it is basically the anesthesiologist was not believing her that she was numb. So she was basically like ready to just feel everything because he just wasn't. Yeah. She went into the birth mentally prepared to, to feel like being cut open. Yeah. And then and then they, you know, wanted to put her to sleep and she didn't want to be put to sleep because she wanted to see her baby. Right. They gave her a spinal tap and I've never experienced a spinal tap before in my life. But um, apparently you become very numb from your nose down and she didn't know she was talking, breathing, anything. And she was petrified. Yeah. She was petrified and she was like, Danielle, I literally felt like I was going to die. And... At a moment in time when you're supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's rare that everyone wants to have, or the women want to have like a beautiful experience with childbirth. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's. Well, the funny thing about childbirth is if you talk to women, everybody's story is different. Right. And, and it's But she just, wanted it to be everything that she hoped and dreamed it would be. And it was the exact opposite. I know. And I felt so bad for her. But it's like, at the end of the day, the baby was so healthy she, you know, she's experienced a lot of trauma in that OR, so she's processing that still. And I don't know. I just, I just, it, it, it just robbed her of that joy. But he's here. He's healthy. She's home. She's healthy. She's healing. Yep. But, um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is just, like, took a turn. It's okay. But. It's real shit. That's what happened. Not everyone's childbirth was the most magical experience ever. Yeah, no, and and my and it, heart. It was, but sometimes they're fucking 
like you said, there's trauma and, yeah. and it's really, it's really hard to know how to be there. And, uh, and, you know, and even her, the anesthesiologist was trying to convince her husband that she was just like loopy. And Maria was able to coherently tell me everything that happened after it happened. And I just feel sad for her that that was her experience with her first child. And, but like everybody's journey with pregnancy and childbirth, it's part of her story. It's part of her life and she'll probably use it or not. I mean, she is, she is pretty good about giving advice to people. I'm sure she's probably already told the girls at Starbucks. Oh my God. I went to Starbucks and they were like, how's Maria? Mm -hmm. You know, I showed them pictures of the baby, but there are some things that like, it's so funny because watching her go through that made me go back to when we had our twins and when you first have a baby, it just everything, especially your first baby, everything is just so new. Yeah. And you don't, and you're like, yeah, let's have people over. Yeah. Let them come by. But truthfully, you're exhausted. Yeah. You, after you have a baby, especially considering Maria, she labored for 24 hours and slept maybe after she got her epidural, maybe slept an hour that first night. Yeah. The night that she gave, after the 24 hours and she gave birth exactly 24 hours after we got there, she was up another whole night. Fuck. Maybe slept two hours, she said. So I would say three hours and 48 hours my sister slept. Yeah. But it, but that's what you do. Like your adrenaline's yeah, your going. Adrenaline's going. Yeah. yeah. You don't really have a choice. And then all of a sudden you just hit a fucking wall and yeah. it hits hard and you're like, maybe it's the, maybe it's the, you know, painkillers that they gave me. Maybe, but truthfully yeah. it's lack of sleep. And what's really difficult as a new parent, um, is you don't know until you know. Right. So I don't, I could be wrong, but watching this as an outsider looking in, you've been on a, You've been an insider plenty of times. Yes. And I've always <laughs> told people they can come see me or visit me, but then you're like, those people leave and then you're like, Oh, the baby's sleeping. I should take a nap. And then the next people come right. and I get it. Everyone's excited for you. They want to bring you food. They want to see you. They want to see the baby, but right. you can't rest when you have company or at least I can't. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember both sides of it. I remember like, wanting to have friends and family over for, yeah. to like see the baby. But then there are also times like I remember us inviting them over and then them getting here like, fuck, I'm really tired right now. I really should probably go to sleep. The baby's napping. I should probably nap. Yeah. And like two things I realized being in it with my sister and kind of like, I was probably one of those people that should have left, but like, right. fuck it. I'm only there for three more days with my sister and my nephew. I'm going to be up her ass. Right. I'm sorry. I'm only there for three days after the baby was born. She's probably saying the same thing about you right now. Exactly. She was probably, <laughs> what? Yes. I didn't hear you. I'm saying like she, you're preaching to the choir here. Yeah. But you were probably overstaying your welcome. I totally was. So I think Joey, but God bless Joey, her husband. He just totally dealt with us because I, I want it. I, I'm not going to see my sister till Christmas. I get it. And I'm going to, I just wanted to soak in every moment with her. Cause I miss, I no, hadn't she seen wishes her. You were still there too. Don't buddy. I'm just I had not, we had not seen each other for a year and a half. I, I had know. every right to be up her ass. I'm sorry I know. if I'm whatever, but if I lived there and I was around, I, I acknowledged that I had these needs that like, I need to be with my sister. I need to help her with the baby, but I don't know if she necessarily wanted that you know what right. i'm saying so what i notice is that like 
a lot of people want to come see you and the baby for their own needs. Like, right. Because they're like, I they want to be the, there for you. They want to be helpful. They want to see the baby too. And people think they're being helpful, but really it's something that I noticed that like, even from our experience, like people, if you're, if you have a friend that had a baby, you should be like, listen, I know you're overwhelmed right now. Mm-hmm. When things settle down, let me know when I can come over. I'll yep. check in with you in a week or so. Right. I'd love to see you and the baby. Send fucking cookies or leave something on the doorstep. Do door not staff. send a casserole. Do not. Nobody wants your white person <laughs> casserole. You know what they want? They want a Postmates gift card. That's what the Postmates gets gift card. Send them. They if want you, want you to, to be go there pick up them, their Instacart order for them. If you want to be there for them, be there. F- it, it just in the first yes. couple weeks while they're adjusting and catching up on sleep. And I also realized that nothing is, nothing should be taken personally. Right. Like I found myself getting like offended when I couldn't be with my sister, but that was because of my own selfish needs. Right. Well, because other people wanted to see her too and you couldn't be with her 24 seven. And you also had our kids to watch. Yeah. And I had to entertain our kids. Yeah. And her house is, isn't really suited for like a whole party of people to come, but she would still let everybody come over. And I think, I mean, in, and there was one point when my dad was there, her in-laws were there and uh, her, just everybody was all together in one house and she just started crying and she's like, I'm just so happy right now because everyone's together. Right. So that is, but right, I but just. That's, that's a good example of when it is okay. Yeah. But if Maria were to stand up, all right, it's all, it's time for everyone to go home. Everyone should be understanding and respectful of that and not but it's say, really well, hard I just to got s- here. Or- she would never say that. So my advice to you guys, just because I just like to be a better person when I can if somebody's having a baby, nothing they say is should ever be taken personally. Like mm-hmm. if they're like, you know what, we need some time, just it has nothing to do with you. Having a baby is the most overwhelming, joyful, crazy, exhausting experience you'll ever you'll ever go through. I can vouch. Sorry, you're falling asleep. This is a very No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I had 3 sips of Red Bull. I'm good to go. 3 sips. Yeah, because I can't have a, whole, a full or a half one. It'll be through the fucking wall. I could wall. and fall right the fuck to sleep. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, yeah. So, that was Maria. That was our trip. My kids had a great time. We went to Bertha's. Shout out to Bertha's Pancakes. Oh, my gosh, guys. If you're ever in Buffalo, New York, on Hurdle Avenue, there's a small, not small. It's Yeah, it is small. Yeah, you can it's say It's a small. diner yeah. next to an old movie theater. You should definitely see a movie there. And it's, she makes, her and her daughter ran the shit out of that place together mm-hmm. the day i was there it's like dom and viv's favorite restaurant oh my gosh it's so good and everything is so delicious and fresh and made just with tender loving care so if you're ever in buffalo new york stop at bertha's because it's delicious tell them danielle sent you tell them danielle <laughs> sent you they'll spit in your pancakes <laughs> just kidding but i'm so glad i went i'm i'm so glad i didn't go i know <laughs> I know. I would have loved to have been there and seen the baby, but I just knew that it wouldn't be the experience that it was hoped to have been for Maria and for you if me and the boys were there. Well, yeah. And there was just so many emotions and, and there was just so many things like Maria was, I mean, this is the one time in her life that I was like, okay, it's okay that everything's about you. Right. Not like our whole lives. Everything has been about Maria. This is the one time I was like, okay. Don't tell her that. She no. thinks it still is all. Oh my god, this bitch. I can't. Now it's just going to be about her and baby Joey. <laughs> and her husband, and, Joey. Yeah. But um but uh, this is so funny because um 
every time I, first of all, we didn't even talk more than an hour in the week that I was gone. An hour total. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. We had short, quick conversations. Like once in the morning for five minutes and once at bedtime for like, sometimes we'd even talk at night. You just said, all right, good night. I love you. I know. You could have been like. You would just text me like, okay. I'm like, sorry, I was asleep watching Netflix. I, cause I was up at all hours of the night and then I would come home. I would sleep, get up and go do sh- more shit Yeah. for the yeah. kids or for Maria. Yeah. Not even for Maria. She was, she had trouble nursing and I'm like, I, my yeah. dream is to be a lactation specialist. Yeah. You're an amateur lactation specialist. I'm like, yeah, I like play one on TV. Yeah. It's my dad's line. I thought it was cute. <laughs> it is cute. But every, but every time I fucking, like, the first day I was gone, I was like, so how is it? And he's like, I'm not trying to be rude, but it's great. And I'm like, fuck you. I I also didn't want to be like, I didn't want to rub it in, but it was a very good week for me. I planned. So glad you enjoyed your I had week a very Mackin-style week. I planned shit to do every day. Mm-hmm. I took the whole week off from work, mm-hmm. and we had morning activities. There was nap time, and we had afternoon activities. I did some shit during their naps, and then I did some stuff at night. Buddy, I took them to the splash pad today, and I was ready to kill you. I know. Because I'm like, don't make plans for me. I fucking hate this. I'm dripping sweat. I almost passed out. But that's, first of all, you made that plan for yourself. I wouldn't have told you to go to the splash I know, I blamed pad. you. With all four kids when it's 114 without You guys, help. that's so stressful to begin with because you're a park with, tod- with toddlers that are the same age that run opposite directions is not relaxing. No, it's the worst. At all. I was an idiot. But you handled it very well, apparently. Well, I only had the two and I just, I knew for it to be a successful week, I had to keep them occupied. And out of the house. So after breakfast, we were out the door from about 9.30 to lunchtime. And then we'd come home, eat, do our thing. And they did fun shit. I took them to flipping out. I took them on play dates to the splash pad. Took them to the mall. I'm rolling my Friend's house. Like, it was, they had a great time. So there was less room for Leo to, like, scream and be miserable for hours at a time. One of the, like, few things that did not work out in my favor is I took him to the Summerlin 4th of July parade. And I met up with some of our friends, Katie and Cam and Melody and Victoria and Drew, and they live right by the parade. So we went there, had a drink or so, and then walked over to the parade. And everything was okay for like the first hour. And then after about an hour, Dean started throwing these ridiculous fits. Well, The first one <laughs> is because he wanted, I brought spray bottles because I'm smart. And they were playing with oh spray God. bottles, but he wanted it to only be on like stream instead of like wide spray. But then he was just shooting <laughs> random people. So I'm like, no, Dean. And I would turn it down and he threw an hysterical fit, screaming at the like tippy top of his lungs to the point where I was like that guy. And he was like the screaming kid while fucking Captain America is like rolling it up down the street in front of him. I thought he was upset because he wanted... Wait, okay. that was fit number two. So fit number two is... Like, but wait, his fits are not... He like screams, like he like squawks. He is relentless. He does not give... Le- Dean, Leo, you can like give him a minute to like calm down. Yeah, Leo, you can reason with. Dean? Nope. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. He doesn't give a fuck if you give him what he wants or he doesn't want to be you've consoled. Upset nope. He doesn't want to be heard. Nope. He doesn't want alternatives. Nope. He just wants to scream as loud as he wants until he decides that he doesn't want to scream yes, anymore. That's so true. 
even if you're saying, okay, Dean, I'll let you spray the water bottle on stream, he'll he'll still keep streaming because it, it's already yeah. out the window at that point and he's not going to stop until yeah, he wants to stop. Yeah, because he fuck wants to be upset as yes. long as he wants to be upset. Yes. And we should be okay with that. Yes, exactly. No. <laughs> so after that fucking scene... All the other kids are starting to kind of have it because it was disgustingly hot. Yeah. The parade sucked this year. Oh, buddy. And at the end Stop. of the Stop. You can't it, no, say that. No, the parade was bullshit this year. Oh, my God. Anyways. And so every all the parents are like, all right, we've had enough of this. So we all start getting ready to leave. And on the walk home, we're passing by like a little mini splash pad. So we're all like, yeah, let's let the kids cool off and play around for a little bit. I'll give them like we were only there about an hour. So Dean wants to go in the splash pit, but he wants to go butt naked. Yes. And there's a hundred <laughs> people around. I'm like, Dean, you can't go naked. Leo's, of course, listen, he didn't give a shit. He's just yeah. wearing like his shorts and shirtless. He's happy to be outdoors yeah, and, and running. Crocs. Yeah. And he's doing great. But because I wouldn't let Dean go naked, he threw the same fit all over again oh for another God. 20 minutes. And people look, he, and I mean, I don't, I, I, if I see a kid crying like that, I like look over, assess the situation. And I'm like, okay, I'm so sorry for that parent. It like, was 100% one of those situations where all of the parents were looking at me and be like, I feel bad for that guy. Yeah. And they could also probably tell that I wasn't alone and that I had not, a, that I had another kid who I was vaguely watching from a distance because I had to like pull Dean away from That's the situation. What's scary. But no, he was in like, it was actually a splash bed that had like a gate around it with just like a small oh, opening. It was like the size of our living room. It wasn't big. Yeah. So I could see, and there was other parents that I was with that I was, I told Victoria, I was like, can you just make sure, she's like, what do you need? What do you need? I'm like, just make sure Leo doesn't leave the gate. And yeah. Make sure Leo doesn't escape. <laughs> yeah. So that fucker will go running. Yeah, so uh, No, it's Victoria and Jackie. So they helped me with that. Mm -hmm. But while I'm standing 20 feet away with Dean screaming for 20 minutes straight. I mean, and I kid you not guys, Dean literally will carry on for 20, so 25 minutes. So all the everyone there is feeling bad for me, and I finally remember that I packed a bunch of lollipops for emergencies just like this. Like, hey, let me bribe you with some <laughs> fucking candy, you little kid. And it worked, and it stopped, and he went to go play, and he decided to allow... Like it never happened. Like it never happened. Wore his pants. Until it happened a third time. Oh, shit. When he comes running out of the splash pad. I'm sorry, this is Leo, and he threw his own little fit. Leo came running out of the splash pad, slipped fell backwards hit his head okay nothing serious that's thank justified God. though but it could have been yes but it was just like i was that guy with the two kids who were just screaming incessantly for like an hour not an hour maybe 35 minutes i'm sorry there's nothing more stressful to me than them screaming for more than like five to ten minutes i can't take it anymore it so long my entire body starts sweating and I'm like, I just can't do it anymore. I mean, I've been home for how many days now? And like, I literally crash on the couch afterward, after the day because yep. I'm adjusting to being around the babies again because there's so much work. Yeah. So much work. Everything is just, I, I was doing dishes the other day. I was cleaning up the dishes so I didn't leave them in the sink. While I was cleaning up the dishes, they managed to dump an entire package of uno cards in the kitchen in the front room and then dean was sliding them into the cabinets like yeah. like uh coins in a slot and mm. i'm i'm like and then they dump chalk so now i'm picking up the cards as i'm picking up the cards leo somehow gets in the pantry and dumps all of these like raisinette type like it's like a whatever fucking chocolate covered raisins yeah. all over the kitchen i'm just like oh my god 
oh my God, it's just so much work. Yeah. There's so much work. I can't believe that. And, and I still can't believe that they were easier for you, that that was easy for you. I'm not doing it to like pat myself on the back. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, it was are. genuinely a much. You love that every parent there was week. looking at you going, oh my God, what a great dad. No, I don't because I was. He's too, so great. I was not. I was like uncomfortable wife? and embarrassed. Like, Why isn't his shut wife Shut the then? fuck up, Dean. Stop screaming and being that kid. Like, just be chill. Okay, but that was, in, and that was like maybe day in the six. moment. Maybe in the moment you didn't feel that way, but after that shit was over, you went to bed that night going, "I'm a fucking good dad." Yeah, I mean, I know I'm a good dad, and I yeah, can say are. that humbly. You are a good but dad. I'm saying like You're a great dad. that was like day six, and up until that point, I was like smooth sailing. Day six then, got a little rocky, but I was like later that night, I had some friends over and I had like a good time, and that gave me like some I energy know. to power through the next day. I am completely shocked by your cooking. By your cleanliness, like mm-hmm. like the house I was came spotless into, all week long. You guys, I cooked dinner almost every night. I'm like lunch offended every day for sure. Maybe I got in and out once. I'm offended that you don't cook for me like that. Like I have to go to the store and get everything because it's easier to cook for just myself and then make chicken nuggets for the boys. Although I did cook some good stuff. I made I drew Victoria over one night. We cooked a bunch of fucking chicken. Oh my god! Okay, try tip well, one fucking night. Fucking kid, just. Jot up a menu and do that for me so I don't have to do that. Just go to Buffalo for a week and I'll do it. How about when I ask you every night, like, what do you guys, or every afternoon, like, what should we do for dinner? Because I I don't like the same, to cook the same types of foods as you. You like the same five things. Wait, how about then you, how about instead of saying, I don't know, or let's do this or that, how about you just say, I want to have fucking tri-tip with fucking. How about, great, I'm glad you said that. Last time I tried to buy the tri-tip that I want, you said, no, I'm not eating that shit because I don't like the pre-seasoned one. <laughs> I don't like, like pre-seasoned fine. tri-tip. We don't have to buy the pre-seasoned one. I'll buy two of the regular one. And you're like, no, I don't want two tri-tips because I don't want to marinate it today. And I don't really even like it that, that much really, anyways. You really make me sound like such a bitch and I'm not. <laughs> well, sometimes the shoe fits. <laughs> oh, really? Does it? Mm-hmm. Just like my soothies that I'm selling all Oh my gosh, on. guys. He convinced everybody to buy these fucking... <laughs> well, first of all, another gift that I bought you that you were like, uh, no, I don't know. You, no, no, I don't no, know no. if I'm going to like these. And then your ass put those on. You were like, this is a great gift. I can fully compliment you. Good gift on the Soothies. That's right, because you're impossible to buy for. I know. Impo- Im- impossible. Impossible. It's not impossible. Impossible for a plain yellow pumpkin to become a... I don't know okay. what that is. Yeah, you do. Is that a Disney song? <laughs> if you don't know what that is... <laughs> You should just get the hell out of here. <laughs> no fucking idea. Oh, well, is you, that Hocus Pocus? That's right, because you didn't like Disney. <laughs> yeah, is it Disney? What is yeah, it? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. It's the greatest Cinderella story ever told. Whitney Houston and Brandy. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. I don't even, I have no idea. Cinderella with Whitney Houston and Brandy. Oh, like the live action one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Impossible. <laughs> oh, plane. Yeah. Whitney Houston killed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, there's so many good songs from that. Why aren't people on TikTok doing that? They're like, what is one song that shouldn't be, that should, that's too good to be in a movie? And they always do. If we listen to each other's <laughs> I'm like, we need to fucking roll over to Impossible by Whitney. Mm-hmm. That shit was good. Okay, Apparently. anywho. I'm really happy they had such a great week without us. Until at the end of it, like on day seven. It Leo, literally was day seven. Leo had like a fit. And it was just like over a random stupid shit, but it was like fit after fit after fit after fit. Not again, not nearly as bad as Dean's, mm-hmm. but it was like constant three hours. It was just a really solid bad afternoon for Leo. 
and I was tired because I was up late the night before. And then up early the next morning with the boys because they were fucking up at 6.15 the next that's day. That's so weird. Yeah. They, they got up early while Every we day. Were gone. It's like they knew you were gone or something. I'm telling you, that's why Dean was constipated because he was stressed. Oh, that was another thing. Dean was constipated because he oh was for like two or three days. You guys. And I had to deal with getting the Miralax situation and that was miserable. Pooping and children. You never think you're going to pray for shit, but you do. Mm-hmm. You're like, I was on my hands and knees begging God to help Dean poop mm-hmm. because... This kid has never missed a shit a day in his life. Yeah. Sometimes they bullshit fucking four times a day and it's disgusting. Yeah, and, and I don't know why he decided it on day five to Because he go. was stressed because we were gone. Yeah, stress. Yeah, yeah. who knows why. It was stressful. But guys, it was a, I mean, that was a very long, I mean, well, literally. At the end of it, I was just like, okay, I've had it. I called you. I was like, I, I don't want to see Leo. When you get back, <laughs> I don't want to see Leo for a day. I don't want to see Leo till Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. You get back Sunday, you got Leo all day Monday. And you got the big kids, which honestly, the big kids were such a pain in the ass. Oh my gosh, how could I forget? Speaking of the big kids, like me being in Buffalo would not have been possible if it wasn't for my mom and for my cousin, Jill Marie, and her husband, Scott, who is, they're just great people. They have four kids, two dogs. Yeah, they just get it. They get it. And... But not only do they understand what it's like to have a crazy, I mean, I say four kids and there's people out there that have seven. Like, okay, it's They're perspective, really guys. Don't, don't judge me. This is just my perspective. But I think it's a lot. And I think once you have, when you have four, it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, and they took my big kids and helped so much, gave, like, Made so many wonderful memories for them, like Vivian and Flo- and uh, Flory. Yeah, two peas in a pod. Literally four months apart, and or nine months apart, I think it was. And oh my god, I should know that she's my godchild. I'm such a <laughs> fucking horrible godmother. Sorry, me and Maria are her godmothers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, I didn't. I should have probably given her a gift or whatever. <laughs> Godparents is a whole other subject. You'll text uh, Becca tomorrow and send her a sign from BB Signs. Yes. Send her a sign. Um, <laughs> um, but Vivian and, and Flo were just like two peas in a pod. They were amazing. Dominic had the best time with Leo, her son. Mm-hmm. And Millie, her daughter, was so helpful and so gracious. She's her, their oldest daughter. And then there's Cos, Cosmo, Cosimo. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking adorable and made me miss the boys. But thanks to her and my mom, I was able to... I was able to be with my sister when I needed to be and wanted to be. So thank you, Jill Marie. And I think you just want an excuse to be around Scott more. I know. I know. You always her. give me shit for, you You think I have like a thing for tall blonde girls <laughs> with long hair and you have, a th- but it's really you who are projecting on me who really like tall blonde guys, him, William, William Carlson. Carlson. But, but, but the thing is Scott's my cousin. So that's fucking weird. But he's Technically, I don't, they, yeah, I guess you are. I mean, he's dad. so fucking cute. I love yeah. him. But William Carlson is, he he resembles William Carlson. So that's why I like him so much, I think. Oh, no, I like that's. I just, <laughs> I guess I, I never thought I was, I would like, I'm not really don't have a type. I like Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I These are my men. He's blonde Patrick Swayze. I liked um, the guy from. But you like Patrick Swayze Jude from. Law. Oh, he doesn't fit the bill. Oh, I fucking love Jude Law. Oh, you and McGregor. Oh, love him. If you and McGregor was in my living room right now, I would have no idea. Obi Wan Kenobi, you have no idea. Nerds. Him in 
Moulin Rouge. Oh, I would just, oh, I love, I just want to hug him for a long time. <sighs> just like Justin Timberlake. I let him fly with Carlson because I like Carlson too. I like, love William Carlson. Which, by the way, so. thank you. You surprised me with a wonderful little late Father's Day gift of taking me about? to a Golden Knights game. Oh, yeah. I redeemed myself. Yes, you did. <laughs> Completely redeemed yourself. That this was, was before we left, though. Yeah, a few days. like Yeah, like four days before. Mm-hmm. We haven't done this in a while. Oh, yeah. Thanks. We got our fucking asses kicked that day. It was our last game of the year, though, at the uh, T-Mobile, though. So you got me in when it was my last chance. Because that was one thing I was worried about. I'm like, if we go to the Stanley Cup, you need to get back from Buffalo. Did we talk about our Father's Day fiasco? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that, oh, no, oh, no, no, song? no, 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 no. That's literally what I thought. Should we talk about that? Sure, I don't care. Go ahead. I mean, I kind of felt like an asshole. Guys, this is going to be a long episode. Just strap in. It's all over the place, too. No, guys. Mackin, I would like you to tell it from your perspective, dear. No, you're kind of fucking boring. So anyways, <laughs> we're you just give facts, and it's so annoying. Yeah, just gives facts. You're just facty. Like, just fucking be, <laughs> you're relax. Too facty. Relax. So we're sitting in the backyard the night before Father's Day, and I looked at my husband, and I said, so what are your expectations for tomorrow? Kind of like me, I was like, I want coffee and a card, right? Because he knew that, right? Again, you projecting your expectations on me. Well, because I'm like, okay, where is his? Because I don't want to disappoint you the way you disappointed me. So, <laughs> <laughs> that Just that sentence alone is such bullshit. How I disappointed you because I didn't get a card. And I don't want to, we don't have to relive it all over again. But I did so much shit for Mother's Day. You did Day, do other but things. But because I didn't give you one handwritten card and I gave you an alternative that wasn't good enough and I get why it wasn't good enough, let's just not go down We've that already again. discussed Mother's Day. Yes. Let's focus on Father's Day. So I was like, what? What are your expectations? Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you know, like, do you, what do you want to do tomorrow? Like, and he's kind of got like quiet and silent. I'm like, okay. Didn't think anything of it. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm, I have these few things, ideas of what I'm going to do in the morning for him. But I just wanted to see where his head was at. Like, does he want time alone? Does he want to go somewhere? Does he want to do lunch? Like, I didn't know what he had in his head as an expectation. So I was just trying to like cover my ass before it was too late and just kind of see where his head was at. So he didn't really say anything. He's like, I really don't have any expectations. And I'm like, okay, cool. We continue just like drinking, sitting down in the yard, having a good time. And then uh, we go to bed. And all of a sudden, that's when because I got sucker punched in the face. Yes, because the conversation an hour before of what are your expectations, I was like taken aback. Like, I don't expect a lot, but I expected more than just coffee and a card. Because several points leading up to Father's Day, even on the podcast, I had said, like, you have asked me, like, what do you want for Father's Day? I'm like, I don't know. I kind of want to do something fun, like go to a Golden Knights game <laughs> or have a fun night out with you. Literally told me or, verbatim what yeah. he wanted to do. Yeah, we can go back and check the receipts here, go to episode whatever it was. I don't like, You specifically anything. asked me because I was giving you shit about Mother's Day. You're like, okay, Mackin, what do you want for Father's I Day? Know. I'm like, you know what would be fun? And you kept drilling me. You're like, I just want to do something fun. Like maybe if the Golden Knights are still in the playoffs, and this is exactly what I said word for word of – Maybe it would be fun to go to a game. And it obviously went in one ear and out the other, just yeah. like right now, and you're half listening. Because <laughs> I'm like, I've already done this. I can't believe we're bringing it back up. 
even though it was my idea to bring it back up, I'm kind of regretting bringing it back up. Yeah, so I... I want to fucking listen to this again, but go so ahead. So going back to the point that I, I apparently punched you in the mouth or punched you in the gut with whatever it was, and I go something along the lines of like, do you I really not have anything... Planned. What did I say? You're like, I really hope that Father's Day isn't going to be a cinnamon roll. Yeah. And <laughs> what did you say? Cinnamon roll and beer. And I'm like, oh, well, what do you mean? I mean, I had asked my mom before she left to go see Maria if she would uh, watch the kids while we went to dinner, but I didn't like roll that into Father's Day. It was something that like I was planning on doing right. together. If it was going to happen on Father's Day, great. If not, you know, we right. would have figured it out. But when you said that, I was like, oh my God. Like, Be- because when you asked me a little while before, like what my expectations were, I realized that you had nothing planned whatsoever. I mean, outside of like giving me like an, our normal thing that we'd always do of like, here's a cute little gift, a card, and donuts or something so fucking, like that. It's just the way your head works. It blows my mind. The but way, that's that is what we always fucking so do. Crazy. Whether it's Mother's Day, Father's Day, one of the kids' birthdays, yeah, we always have a nice little thing. morning thing. Yeah, to wake and up. And I to. wanted to make sure that my Father's Day was more than just from eight o'clock to nine o'clock. Yeah, which it, and this is where I had the problem with it because I'm like, okay, Mother's Day for me, I'm like, listen, I want to sleep in, I want to do this, this and that, and like, if that's what happens, then and that's like, I had my three things that I wanted to do, and I didn't have any like plans, like dinner or anything, but I was like, okay, so what do you want, like, you know, whatever, but. I don't know where I'm going with this. I just I'll go of, there for you. The week leading into Father's Day, I had made it a point because oh, yeah. I'm the planner and you hadn't brought up Father's Day or anything, the things that you've asked me of what I want to do in a long time. So I'm like, hey, remember when you asked me what I want to do for Father's Day? Here's a few hints. And at the end of it, I was even very direct about it. Like, if we can go to this game, it's probably our last chance to go before you go to Buffalo. Or we're not going to have another chance because of the way the playoffs are working out. This is boring. And I'm like, if we can't go to the Nate game because we can't get good tickets at a decent price, yeah. then I want to go to dinner. Like that was something I, know, I actually you were very, said. You were very specific, but I didn't think anything of it because you had just gone to a game with Dominic. Great. And that's why I was like, whatever. I don't really, I really didn't want to go. That being in a big, oh my God, I'm so loud. Being in a big arena makes me a little nervous. All those things. But um Yes, I missed all the cues. I fucked up by not going to the game and agreeing to going to the game. And but it, yeah, it wasn't even it, just the game. My my point to you that I was like, quote, upset about was like, you asked me what I wanted to do. I gave you several options and you just didn't do them. But then you felt you realized that you fucked up. You didn't do it intentionally. It just you didn't. You're not a planner, so you didn't plan ahead to yeah. But ask I, your mom. I did like, plan dinner, but just not specifically for that night. You didn't plan dinner. Yes, I did. You asked your mom like, "Hey, once in a while, <laughs> no, what I dinner? Did not. What day were we gonna have dinner? I don't know. I said we, we if we can go on Father's Day, great. If not, I'd like to go before you go to. When Buffalo. did you ask her that? Thursday. <laughs> yes, I did it. Nanny was in town. She'll she'll vouch for me. Well, it was not relayed back I to Because I asked me, her too because she would be here. Don't you fucking dare call me out on here. Okay. I'm telling you the truth. Okay, I believe you. 
the sign and everything I made, I was up at fucking the crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. I went and got fucking donuts and cinnamon rolls. You woke up at 6 a.m. that morning. And you didn't even know I got out of bed. No idea. Tiptoed, shut the door, took your phone so you couldn't hear mm-hmm. Put anything. Put a sign on the door saying, don't wake daddy. Don't wake daddy. I mean, I I redeemed myself. You did. And you slept until like, you never sleep in, ever. And no. I think you slept until like 10. No. 9.30. No. But it was maybe. late. It was 9.30 or 10. eight at the latest. No, don't. It was like 9.30. I might have looked this at my phone so for 20 annoying. minutes. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> what I'm getting back Why to Why did you have to fucking bring this I, up? Because I brought it up to say thank you for redeeming yourself. I very much I mean, much I'm the one that made you talk about it, but I... Next year, <laughs> you are going to write... No, today, you are going to write a note. On Father's Day, I would like to it's do this, 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 and this. I don't know this. what I want yet. It's too far out. Well, you better fucking write it down because I'm not as creative as you, and God knows I can't buy you the right gifts except <laughs> for your soothies, which are sandals. We never got into those. Oh, God, I'm so fucking irritated with you right now. <laughs> you had to bring that up, didn't you? It was your idea. You're right, but it irritates me <laughs> that we talked about it. Ugh. What else do I have written down for Just today? Just because you hate re- hate reliving being wrong or being making a mistake. Because I have because the problem. Okay, I can admit my mistakes. My problem is, is that my intentions are always truthfully. I said I am that. never looking at something going. How can I reap the benefits I of know. this? I know. I know. Like you know, two fathers a days ago when I slept <laughs> in and let you get up. Or three kids. fathers day ago when I was cleaning up Maria's wedding that all day. <laughs> And that was my father's day. Yeah. See? So like, exactly. And again, I don't need a big, big show. I just wanted something that I wanted. And you got Some it. Some things are bigger than others. And I didn't the, think the, it was asking the game, a lot. The game was last minute. Yeah. And thank God for good friends mm-hmm. and kind people because that's how it happened. Yeah. It was a good time. Good time. It was a good time. Got lit. It was good. I don't know. I'm just kind of like underwhelmed with this podcast, but Mackin feels like it's... <laughs> we're almost a year. We, our one-year anniversary will be next week, and we're still trying to figure this out. I know. And, and Mackin's like so gung-ho. Is that the saying? I don't know. About... Keep going. About being like this being our last episode before, before season three. Because I have some fun things planned. We have some fun guests lined up. We, we do. Have, oh, we do. We have new merch. Coming. I know, Mackin spent... We're, I'm, you're going to edit a, the best of season two? Yes. And then season three is coming in hot. Coming in hot. Yeah. Yep. Obviously, I watched a lot of TikTok. We're going to do on Spotify. So remember when we did the whole Clubhouse thing a few weeks ago or a few months ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clubhouse shit sucks. Spotify and Anchor, which is what we use to post and record this stuff, is has now has like a live room capability yeah Mac so we're gonna do like a live podcast and if you can't be on the live part it allows you to like post the recording of it so that's what Mackin wants to do so we'll be doing one of those in the next couple weeks we got new merch coming your fun your, people your beard is growing back thank god very quickly as you love because you hate my you mustache. look so much cuter with a beard i like my mustache it's personality character i just don't get it i don't understand I have to look at you every day. Yeah. You have to look at me. I put makeup on once a week. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. I'll think about it. I bought I bought new uh, clipper guards, so we'll see. Buddy, I am so tired. I know you are. It's 
been a I long am week. exhausted. You're having a hard time adjusting back to a family of four or family of six. It's just so many. And it's not like the big kids are even going to school. They're here. That's and a whole we other have to thing. Entertain them. I told you that, and I was like, we, oh you don't God, understand. What the fuck do we people- have them all July and into August with no school? limited sports and activities but but we we've already missed the mark with summer camp because if you want to do summer yeah. camp you need to fucking sign up in june Way or i mean january that. what am yeah. i saying you have to sign we, up in january yeah for we summer. got lucky we got an extra month of extended school for i them, know i'm complaining i shouldn't be wonderful but, but, but that you, was like wow why can't they be in school right now and even they were like i wish we were in school because they're because it's and too hot to do anything. It is too hot. That's the thing. I when I took the boys this flat, I said this earlier. It's just so hot. Even if you're in water, getting in and out of the car. Yeah. I feel for women that are pregnant right now. Yeah. Because getting in and out of the car and all of our babies yep. that we've had, I've been pregnant in the summer. All of them. Yeah, because they were all born in the fall. And it's like 115. I'm just, it's just draining. Yeah. And you need to drink a shit ton of water. It sucks. Because, yeah, even if you want to do an indoor activity, you have to drive there, and it's going to be 115 when you leave. And your car's your yes. car's going to be 160. The minivan doesn't have an automatic fucking starter. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's another thing. When I went to the park today, uh, somebody pointed out every car in the fucking parking lot was a minivan or, an, or like a Suburban or yeah. a Tahoe or a fucking SUV. SUV. Some of my moms roll deep. I mean, I would like to have a Suburban instead of a minivan. Get a Suburban Brandale. Ooh, that's what we should be doing, hitting up Suburban. Mm-hmm. What is that, Chevrolet? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Who knows people at Chevrolet? Yeah. <laughs> Hit us up. Come on. Mama doesn't need a minivan anymore. I'll do a whole fucking commercial on it. Dress like I do now, and then when I get my fucking <laughs> Suburban, I come out looking like Carol Loren. Coming out, pushing the automatic start button. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. See coolers, not mm-hmm. just heaters. That's a neat. Is that a thing? Do people have It those? is. It's a thing in my sister's car. It was really cool. Ours got heaters, but we don't fucking need them. Yeah. No. No, we don't. I don't think I've used Maybe I used it once when I had my period and it felt good. <laughs> I used it on the my other back. day by accident because Leo pushed it. I was like, it's fucking hotter than normal. Yeah. <laughs> Little Leo. did I know Leo was climbing in the front seat before me and pushed the button. It's the other thing. They're starting to say more sentences. I mean, Mackin really wanted to rank our kids, but I just don't think that's fair. Why? You were only with half of them. Because ranking them when I'm only with two of them is not fair. But, but you don't really know a- to the extent of how I good or bad the big kids are. But we are. hadn't done this in a while, so I had stuff from before and then stuff while they've been home. But well, it's okay. Regardless, we have a bunch of stuff coming up. For you, well, not for you. If you want to join us on this whole journey <laughs> of like... Stop using the word journey, please. Okay. Why? I hate that word. Why? Join me on my journey. Follow me on my journey. What would you do? That's like? part of my story. I hate that shit. Ew. It's a little fluffy. It's, it's very millennial. I'm speak. very fluffy. No, you're not. You're just soft. <laughs> <laughs> you just like to be cozy and warm. Okay, so bullet points. We're going to be, this is going to wrap up the end of season two. Correct. We will be doing a best of season two. Facts. So if you want to recruit some of your friends to listen to us, thank you. Yeah. Just re- direct them this to is best rush of. for the making of the Mackins. Yeah, this is rush, <laughs> you know, fraternity talk. Um, you, re- direct them to best of season one and you'll be able to direct them to season two. Let's get some more listeners. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's get me a suburban. I mean, seriously, I go to my like my mom's group of 
you know, it's like our Bible study thing. Mm-hmm. And I pull up in my minivan and all these bitches have Suburbans. <laughs> and one of them has a Mercedes SUV. And I'm like, hi, it's me. Wait, wait. So it's funny that you said that because on my boys night, CJ was over here. And it was like me and like five oh, you or six all know other CJ. guys. Yeah, CJ. And it was late. It was probably like 1230 or one. And Katie calls him. He's like, I didn't hear what she was saying. But it was, you knew looking at him that it was the where are you call. And this was that was, she called once, and then the second time she called, CJ opens up the phone and says, "Okay, guys, what are we on? Uh, are we on First Corinthians? Uh, Mac, would you like to read? Oh, oh, hey, sorry, Katie. Um, yeah, no, we're just finishing up this verse, and I'll be right home. <laughs> Completely bullshit. It would sound so terrible, but oh it was. Oh my god! I don't know why I thought it was the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, that is pretty funny. Maybe it's. I mean, who's I gonna get mad at you if you're like? I just won nine games of beer, beer pong with Cole. So. Oh, my God. The fact that you set up a beer pong table while I was out of town. Hey, why not? It was, well, I do, I'm proud. Of, I mean, I'm so happy for you. I remembered I had an extra one from my, oh my 30th God. birthday party that we threw here. And it was on the side of the house. I cleaned it up. It was fun. They were all making fun of me. I used diapers to put because the table was wobbly. So I took two diapers and shoved it under the bottom of the table so it oh didn't wobble. Did you reuse them though at least? No, I threw them out. Oh, okay. But they were like, you know you're a dad playing beer pong when you use diapers to keep your table from wobbling. To keep it level. Yeah. Yeah, you had a good time. I'm proud of you for, for doing that. I planned my week well. Oh, my God. We all survived. We got baby Joey here and we're, we're okay. And it's, it's, a, it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. So thank you all for listening. Thank you so much for listening. To our very last episode of season two. Mm-hmm. We love you and we appreciate you more than you know. Especially our new listeners and our old listeners mm-hmm. that have been with us from the start. You are not overlooked by any means. We love you all so much and thank you for always supporting us and allowing us to be part of your life. Mm-hmm. Well said, dear. Are you going to say your slogan? Nope. What's my slogan? Thank you for listening. Yeah. I already said it. You said it like in the middle of our podcast. I said it like 13 seconds ago. Well, I'm getting tired of talking and looking at you anyway. You, hold on. You just rewound and realized that I said it. So again, thank you for listening. I wasn't thanking you. I was thanking the fans. Yeah, I know. <laughs>